Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Remember, more information about the show can always be found on social media, Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us there at Rodney Lear on air. Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Like, follow, and share there. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app anywhere you get your podcast and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. This morning, we're continuing our conversation with Terry. Terry is a heart transplant recipient. We're also talking to her husband, George. Also in the studio with us is Dr. Thomas O'Brien. He's an advanced heart failure cardiologist at the Christ Hospital Network. So, Terry, we heard from George about his take on things. But what were your thoughts on the way, the support that you received from your husband? What was that like for you and what does that mean to you? Uh, It means the world. Uh, He was in tune to what the nurses were doing in the CVICU and we were just amazed. And he would pay attention to how they got me out of the bed or how they got me up out of the chair and he would ask to try and do that. So that was good because, well, the nurses were on a 12-hour shift. He was on a 24-hour shift once we got home. And for the most part, it was just us, you know, figuring it out along the way. I think um, we can all agree he oh. earned his honorary nursing degree yeah. <laughs> and therapist degree. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. good, good. So what was that like, um, nurse? Nurse George? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was it was a bit daunting. There's no question. And again, we got home and we were so happy and excited to be home. And, you know, the very first thing is she can't get up out of the chair. Okay, well, we're prepared. You know, we've got a walker. We've got a wheelchair. You know, I had a new shower head installed so we could work with that and a shower seat. And I had the whole house cleaned before she came home. And we did all of those things that we should have done. So we were prepared, but then when we got there and the reality that it was just me, her, and uh, Lincoln, who's our dog. Um, <laughs> He's no help at all. Uh, and I'm he sure. wasn't a lot of help. And in <laughs> fact, he took some of my time. Um, you know, it was it was, it was was pretty uh, pretty scary. But, you know, like everything else, we worked through it together. We, we are very good problem solvers. George, at one point I understand that you looked at the situation and at one point you knew for some reason everything was going to be all right. My aha moment was uh, actually the the morning after the surgery, you know, nine or 10 of that next morning, I was sitting there in the waiting room. They were working with Terry back in the CVICU. And we've gotten used to over the years looking at ejection fraction uh, from an echocardiogram, one of the markers that we've always looked at. And I was used to looking at her ejection fraction and being happy if it was 35 to 40. And once I think it got to 45, we were pretty ecstatic. But well, I picked up my app on my phone and I'm looking at the most recent echo that they did on her heart, the first one that they did on the new heart, and it was 65. Wow. And I literally sat there, there was nobody else in the room, and tears started to roll down my face because that to me said, oh my God, she actually does have a new heart. And we're and on our way. Doing its job, yeah. And he had an app. Look at that. He was not working. playing around. He right. had the app. All right, there you go. I'm a little bit of a chart stalker. I okay. Think. <laughs> All right, statistician there. Right. All right. So, doctor, let's talk about prevention. Um, what can we do? Is there anything we can do to prevent heart disease? Yeah, absolutely. Terry's story is remarkable, but um, you know we want to catch things up front before they become a problem that um, is so far along. And and we can. We can do a lot of things to modify our health. You know, people know there are certain risk factors for heart disease, diabetes, hypertension, obesity. What we've learned, we got to be ahead of the game. We got to start before those things become a major medical problem. We should be knowing our numbers. You should know what your 
blood sugar is before it becomes overt diabetes. And you should be aware of your blood pressure before you end up on multiple medications for hypertension. Of course, we know to check our weight, eat right, exercise. American Heart Association puts stuff out there as recommendations. There's the Life's Essential 8, which talks about those things, sugar, di- sugar, diabetes, your weight. But getting enough sleep, eating right, exercising each day, they recommend 150 minutes of good aerobic exercise. Your heart's a muscle. It wants to be in shape just like the rest of your model- muscles of the body. So getting exercise for your heart throughout the week. Um, and doing those things that you know are appropriate to stay on top and aware of your own health and your numbers so you don't end up being a statistic. Okay, and so one funny thing here is that my phone start barking at me. It's like, so I normally walk, uh, you know, in the, yeah. in the evenings, but, you know, we're in daylight in the saving time, so it's dark by the time I get home from work. Yeah. It's been cold. It's been icy. Yeah. It's been raining. And so my phone is like, hey, dude, um, mm-hmm. you haven't walked in about five weeks. Um, what's going on? I'm like, Really? You're yep. all in my business like this. But That's yes. good. We all got these devices, <laughs> and it's, right. they hold us accountable. Yeah. And I didn't even ask her to do that or no. the phone to do that. Yeah, That's but I, good, I thought so. Now I feel like, okay, well, I guess at lunch, maybe I have to go walking in the mall. So Yeah, and there's stairs around. You can go up and down any stairs, even the ones you got at home. That's good exercise. So, yeah, the weather is a limiting factor. We've all got busy schedules. He's cutting in on my excuses. I don't no. know. I don't exactly. Know about this. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, we can do the stairs at work. You're right. There you go. All right. <laughs> Anything else we should know, doctor, in terms of heart health? What do you? What else do you want to? Well, know? it's the whole month of February is is recognizing health uh, heart health awareness, and that's sponsored, of course, by American Heart Association, but so many other um, companies, agencies, places of work getting into it. So if they invite you to wear red sometime during the month, please do be in support. It help raise awareness, so we're all thinking about this, and we can change the health. We can change the statistics for our population. We can we can live healthier lifelong uh, healthier lives for an entire you know lifelong okay so it's been over like 15 months since you guys have been doing the heart transplant at um christ hospital what's what has that been like and i'm sure now you're probably getting people from out of state out of the city that are taking advantage of what you guys have to offer because before then where did people have to go i mean did they have to go out of state um, for Some, care, or, yeah, yeah, you know, they had to pick a big city in either in any direction. You know, up to well, Columbus does have a program, and up to Cleveland, UC um, had a program. They had to shut down for many years. They're up and going again. So in town, you know, there's glad to have resources here in Cincinnati. Otherwise, it was traveling to another big city, as George said, which can take you away from friends and family. But since we started, Terry being the first um, in in those 14 months, we've done 22 transplants. Um, so. It's it's great, you know, to be able to take advantage of this resource and make a difference for people here at home. All right. And with that, we're out of time this morning. Thank you so much, Terry, for taking time to share your story, your journey with your heart transplant. Thank you so much, George. Thank you, Dr. Thomas O'Brien, for all you do for women in terms of women and heart disease. Thank you. And thanks to the American Heart Association for the work that they're doing with the Go Red for Women campaign. Thank you, guys. Thanks for taking time to talk to us. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Rodney.